Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their world. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. Customer focus. Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, and today we are in studio with Greg Mays of Mays Financial, a member of the Premier Alliance Financial Companies. Greg, great to be with you today. Great to be with you, Dale. So uh, first of all, but before we dive into the topic, I want to get to know you a little bit better. So tell us about why you do what you do. What got you into the business of being a financial planner? In the beginning, 31 years ago, I met people in the business that were real pillars of the community. And when I was 30, oh, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a... You wanted to be a pillar of the community? I wanted to be a pillar in the community. Okay. And now I'm in a different place. Now I want to be that pillar in the lives of my clients. So what do you do? I'm a financial advisor. And that is a pretty broad scope. I met with a gal today whose husband died and... And uh, she asked me, can I get his social security? And, or uh, I just had a client pass away on Friday and, and the, uh, uh, the surviving spouse needs money for the final funeral expenses. And yesterday I just met with a successful doctor and, and he has all these assets, but he doesn't know what it meant. And so I was able to package it together in a mathematical format on the, on the screen, on the wall. And now he's able to make plans for retirement and what he wants to do. And when we were together, I said, do these numbers tell you that you have now the opportunity to pursue your passion? And he said, yes. And so we discussed his passion. And so it's a permission slip mathematically to go, can I? Can I do it now? And I said, well, look at the numbers. You can. Mm. And so... Every day, Dale, it is something different. It's a different challenge. I had a husband and wife come in today, and the wife's sister died 14 years ago, and a company just contacted her and said, by the way, you're a beneficiary on a retirement plan that your sister had 14 year, or 12 years ago. What do we do, Greg? Well, so they said, let's call the company. And I got the company on the phone, and I said, and I would like to do this in a way that it's tax favored. And the client said, and the company said, well, we're 10 years past that opportunity. And so anyway, I filled out all the paperwork. It's just an alphabet of things that we do each and every day. Every day is a little different for you. Every day. So anybody who has seen your business card has seen two words that uh, would, would definitely spark a level of curiosity. And that would be tenacious, caring. Almost a paradox, correct? Hard to put them together. True. So uh, tell me what that, what does that mean to you first? It stands for a reminder of who we are, how we do things. It requires a level of attention that it helps us say yes and no. So is this what we do? Yes. Or are we interested in doing this? No. It lets us know that. For example. It's a guiding principle for you. It's a guiding principle. So where did tenacious caring come from? How did you arrive at that? Many years ago. I think about four or five years ago, I hired a branding artist. And he said, I can tell you who God made. 
I mean, you, why you were made the way you are. And I said, I'm really interested in that. Can you do that for me? And he said, yes, for a price. And then he told me the price, and I gulped. But then I realized, you only do this once. And so he came out, and he spent all day with my family and my business family. And after 13 hours in the conference room, he says, I have goosebumps. I've got it. You're the most tenacious slash caring financial advisor I've ever worked with. That's your trademark. Tenacious caring. And then he said, part advisor, part grizzly, all heart. That's you. And so that just frames what we do on a daily basis. And why did you decide to go with it? I know, obviously it was recommended, but but what was it? Why did you say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put those two words on a business card? I've always had a hard time explaining the experience that clients were about to have when they work with us. And that was a way that we could say, what you're feeling right now is this. And so we've written out what that mission statement is. And so uh, many times uh, we have them read that so that they understand that the reason why they're getting all this attention and, and in such a focused way, it is, it's the way we do things. So don't, don't be concerned that this is over the top superficially because it's over the top on purpose. Why? I want clients to know just as soon as possible what we're about so they can begin to enjoy and embrace and look forward to it, to the result. And the result is peace of mind. I'm going to be okay. You're going to be there. You'll be there for my family. You're going to be honest with me. You're going to look out for me. Okay. So let's do a, a quick transition into what the listener can take away and how they can incorporate a customer focus, their own version of a tenacious caring, into their business, whether it be another financial planner or a plumber or somebody who's running a Fortune 500 company. We've I think you're, you're bringing to the table three specific things that, uh, that people need to think about as far as a customer focus, and you say it really starts with preparation. So what does preparation look like for you? It's visualization. You know, you've heard golf pros say you have to visualize the shot. I'm able to put myself in the position of our clients on what the office smells like when they come through the door, who they meet when they come through the door. Uh, what they see when they come through the door. And to feel really special, we need to be there right on time or even just a little bit early. And when they, when they walk through our hallways, they need to have it reinforced that this is, this is all about clients because we have our walls just lined with, with pictures of our clients and our appreciation events where you can see our clients in action with us. And then when they come into my office, it's not full of awards. It's full of memorabilia that uh, clients uh, bring in. And when they look on the glass table where they know there's going to be some work done, they can see their name. They can see their pen. They, they, they can see uh, a notepad, and they can see information for them. And this was all set out ahead of time, so they're not watching you go through a file cabinet and pulling out a file with their name on it they they walk into all of this out and they know there was care they feel special mm. and at the end when i was on the first floor of our uh, building years ago i walked every client out to their 
car. Well, now that we're on the third floor, I walk every client to the elevator. And some clients, I just can't stand it. I go all the way down and all the way out and walk them to their car. So I hear you saying attention to detail is yeah. crucial. Well, in not a clumsy way, but just, for example, to today, I, I said to a husband and wife, I just hope you're feeling like when you come here, it's a celebration. We are excited to have you here. We are grateful that you're our clients. And they said, oh, we do. We do feel that. And, and then uh, with their picture on the wall, as we walked by, I said to the woman, you remember this thank you card you sent us? And she knelt down and looked at it. I said, we love that. And then just before they got on the uh, elevator, I shook his hand and gave her a hug. And I said, you mean so much. And, and she said, you mean so much to us. So it was like a family farewell. And that's the segue into point number two, which is connection. So um, those are some very specific ways you just outlined that you create a connection with your client. What are some other ways that you're creating connection and that other people can give us some ideas? How do we create that connection? This is very interesting. It's kind of like a Columbo. Now, what that means in my world is our staff and myself, we are consumed with being on the lookout for what's going on in our clients' lives. We're listening. So Columbo as an investigator. As an investigator. Okay. So that when they come in, we talk about things that they didn't think we knew or things that just occurred that they were they're surprised that we know. And so when we have our team meetings, we report continuously about things we just found out about our clients. And we do everything we can when there is an opportunity to interact with them in a positive way to send them some flowers. I just sent a lady the other day a, a gift of a, uh, of a massage at, uh, at one of the local spas here in the Boise uh, area because she was having a downtime. This is not by luck. This is by focus, and it's in, on purpose because we want them to feel like they are special. They feel like, gosh, they've got to have more clients than just us, but we just feel like we're their only clients. And it's because we bring up things way outside of business that are important to them. So you have to get to know them, obviously. And, and, and what I attention. say, to unzip and crawl in where nobody has ever been, to get to know you better than any other person outside your immediate family financially. That's, that's pretty bold. So we talk about preparation and attention to detail, connection, and then it comes to follow through. What does follow through look like for you? Never quit until it's done. Meaning this, there's a most important tool in our business. It's called dictation. While the client is there, sometimes after the appointment, but most always while the client is there, I am old fashioned and I have a tape recorder and I record what we've done and what we're going to do, and then we send that dictation to the client. In a written form. In a written form. And my son who does the dictation says, always a warning, this is not edited. This is pure. This has all of the ums and the ahs and the things that I don't really understand in a written form. But the client takes that home and reads it after the exciting meeting and goes, Okay, now I really understand. 
and now I know why we're going back, and I know the things that I need to be doing. And now I, I can explain this to my spouse if the other person was not able to go there. But the thing that is important to us, and I hope everyone really gets this, we don't ever forget because we're never using our memory. The dictation runs all aspects of our business. The staff gets the, the dictation and they line out what they need to do and it goes on the calendar. Everything flows from the dictation. And so on a daily basis, my son hands me a stack of dictations with dates on it and tasks. And it's my job that day to call people and say, by the way, our dictation said that I wanted to call you today to talk about this. Well, 90% of the time, the the client forgets that was even going to happen. But when I call out of the blue and say, just as a reminder, I remember uh, my attorney calling him and saying, by the way, it just came up on my computer that your driver's license is ready to expire. So hurry and get that done. But that may have been That's done paying three years to ago. the detail. That is detail. Absolutely. Okay. So how, how do you remain genuine and authentic to really create a level of trust with the client through this process? Well, it is not something I turn off. It is not a job. Those who are listening may say, this guy's just so full of it. But no, I, uh, I'm just, it's a testimony and there's proof. I sleep with my phone on my nightstand and my staff and my clients see me answering emails at all hours of the night and seeing me send emails to myself all hours of the night. While I'm driving, I'm sending emails. Now, I do it verbally. Well, I was going to say, let's clarify how this works. <laughs> I do that verbally. And uh, so the key is it's 24-7. It's not your job. It's who you are. And so I am a financial advisor 100% of the time. And when you do so that— So is it a job to you then? No, it is, it is how I breathe. It's how I talk. I can ask a, a pure stranger how much, how much money they make or how much money they owe, <laughs> or uh, how much they have on credit cards. It's just, uh, it's who I am all the time. So what are the results that you see come out of living with this level of customer focus? You remember I said in the beginning what attracted me to this was to become a someone that made a difference in the community, but that's really changed now. I am a part of a large family. Like Monday night, Eli and I were invited to a client's home with he and his wife to share with all of the children what they had done financially. Well, we didn't make it because they had a death in the family over the weekend. I really feel love from my clients, and they know that we really love them. And to have them embrace, nothing speaks higher than than true examples. In fact, Eli kids me that I say, when we give and give and give and give, sometimes we get it all. Hmm. Okay. That's a great way to wrap it up. Anything, any other parting thoughts? Just thanks for the opportunity to talk about what's so important. And thank you. The, the topic, customer focus, three things. And I, and I think if you can in, integrate, incorporate, place these into your business, uh, if you can prepare with a tremendous level of attention to detail, make a connection, find those opportunities, be, have a Columbo moment in finding out about, uh, about your clients and then follow through. And, and the attention to detail really plays out through all of that. Wouldn't you say, especially the follow through, well, you talk about just dictation and taking the notes and getting those back to the client. There's nothing superficial. It's all as deep as you can get. 
far and wide. And, and so it's, it makes it genuine. And you know what? A client, therefore, never sees you superficial because you're not in anything. So if they catch you by surprise or if they catch you on stage, it's what they expected. So there's integrity throughout the process. Yeah. All right. Greg Mays, Mays Financial. It's a member of the Premier Alliance Financial Companies. Thanks so much. Uh, contact information will be in the show notes on how to get a hold of Greg if you would like to learn more uh, about this idea of customer focus and how it uh, infiltrates every single area of his business. This is the Complete Leader Podcast. Everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.